0: Okay. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Let's Get Real estate. estate. My name is Gerard Gray. I'm a real estate agent here in the state of Massachusetts. And I'm here with my partner and executive producer slash editor, Tom Nehan. And this is a show where you will hear real stories of real people, real professionals in the realm of real estate. On today's show, I really wanted to talk about something that pretty much everybody goes through, and everybody deals with it in a different way. We're going to be talking about failure and rejection because it is relevant in real estate as well as well as real life, right, Tom? I guess <laughs> he <laughs>, laughs because apparently he doesn't fail at anything. Uh, the I only don't... thing that you fail at doing is listening, listening to me. you. You're <laughs> <laughs> so rude. Yeah, it is what it is, but we can't all be good at everything all right so let's just jump into the topic of failure and rejection so tom to you what when you hear like failure and rejection like what's the first thing that comes to mind
1: i think of something you're not proud of Mm -hmm. maybe something you made a mistake on yeah Something that you would take really personal, which I think is probably the foundation of what it means to have a failure because you feel like you truly hurt yourself in a way or maybe other people in a way or, you know, commit
0: like a mistake that affects more than just yourself. Yeah. And I feel like that's more like a like a personal failure like as far as say that you were trying to do something for somebody like a family member or a friend Mm -hmm. but say do you still feel the same way if it's like in a professional sense so say for example uh you were trying to do something at work like a project Mm -hmm. or lead a project or something Mm -hmm. and there were certain aspects of this project that just didn't go the way that you needed it to Mm -hmm. so do you think that something like that still invokes those kind of emotions of like shame and and whatnot I'm sure it does. If, say, like, you don't meet, like, a certain
1: deadline, or if you're working pretty slow on a certain project, you'll feel like you're not doing your best, you're not up to par, you're not up to, like, the standards of whatever your organization you're in. Mm -hmm. And so, I'm pretty sure a lot of people feel like that, you know, every
0: now and then. Yeah. When I hear failure, for me personally, I think about it as I didn't succeed. Just, like, literally the Mm -hmm. opposite of failure is success so i automatically just get i did not get what i want i didn't get the result that i wanted that's usually on the first try nobody's perfect on the first shot on everything that they do and i'm very guilty of this we are very harsh on ourselves when it yeah war. <laughs> i can't help it <laughs> but like failure is literally just a part of life. And there is a barrier that is caused with failure and there's a bad stigma on failure. I don't think that every failure is bad. The only way that a failure can be bad or rejection can be bad is if you don't learn something from it. Exactly. So, like it should be a learning opportunity. Yeah. We were like riding in the car earlier and you said that you think about failure or you try to think about failure for yourself in a different way. So how do you think about failure for yourself? Not what other people think about it. Like how do you think about failure? I think at the core of failure is the
1: pressure to do something Right. And for me, I tend to not have that pressure. Why not? It's just me growing up and I feel like I've been independent for a while, like especially going through high school and stuff like that and needing to do things on my own and doing my part-time job and doing my applications and doing well in school. I never had that pressure or needed that pressure from like, say like family, like, oh, you got to do great all the time. Mm -hmm. I never been through that. So I feel like maybe at some point it's instilled in people that you have to do something really amazingly or else you fail and for me I never had that pressure which I think is a good thing for my life because I feel like I take things so like ebb and flow and I don't freak out over things easily mm-hmm. I'm like probably the opposite of you <laughs> <laughs> Like, and also like it pertains to like my job and stuff right now too I don't have that like
0: immediate pressure all the time yeah that's like real though So even when I'm succeeding, even when I'm doing something well and you get on me about this a lot, Mm -hmm. I'm still in my head having some kind of doubts about my success. Mm -hmm. So it makes me think about failure. Like failure to me isn't so much of you completely did not do what you set out to do it's you didn't do it at the highest level that you felt that you may have been able to do it and mm-hmm. sometimes i do and i'm like i could have still did it like at least three times better than i did so so
1: you're bringing that to the next time
0: yeah and that's it,
1: how i think of it like i don't i don't like harp on like in the moment mm-hmm. as hardly as you do i will look at something like oh this is like things could be done better take that with you, like, recognize it, but then, okay, I did this, it's done, you know, you can't change the past, right? So, let's move forward. That's always, like, that's my kind of thinking. I don't harp on in-the-moment stuff. That's why it's hard to, like, even talk about this topic. <laughs> because <laughs> I don't I don't see failure often in the ways that other people see it. Maybe that's why. Got it. Yeah. I, I get that. Cause... But then you, of course, you know, you probably reflect a lot of other people who like you said, tend to be
0: harsh on yourself. Yeah. It's fine to feel failure. Not feel like a failure, but Mm -hmm. like feel failure. Like I said before, like as long as you get something out of it. And so for me, I'm learning how to do that. I'm not sure if like you have maybe a story of like a time that you felt like you failed at something, but I do. I'm going to share it. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) I'm still
1: like... So <laughs> if you can
0: think of one while I'm talking, that's perfectly fine, but I need you to listen. Yeah, same. <laughs> so Tell the listeners. One of the reasons that like, I really wanted to do this topic was for two things make it three. First one is because i am a kind of person that is hard on myself and i feel like sometimes that kind of pushes me towards trying to do better two is i did recently have a failure within or rejection however you want to like phrase it when it came to an offer that i presented for a condo that one of my clients wanted to buy Then I later on, like maybe a couple days after that, saw this meme or post that was talking about failure. The post showed like, it looked like a road. I know that this is like an audio medium, but I'm going to try to describe it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure people have seen it. So it showed like a road and then it forked off into two sides. On one side, you had a sign that said failure, and on the other side, you had a sign that said success. Then, there was another picture with one road that kind of zigzagged, and at every zig or zag, there was a sign that said fail, 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 fail. And at the end of it, you saw a sign that said success. So, it was... Showing you the two ways that people see failure. Back to the offer that I had presented. I brought a buyer and we submitted an offer, which in my opinion was a strong offer, but it wasn't accepted. Mm -hmm. And so for a moment, I did get down on myself with the thoughts of I didn't succeed because I felt like I had let my client down. I sat there and I harped on it a bit and I was like, Oh, I feel like a failure. I feel like I did something wrong. And I know that in real estate, things aren't always going to go your way. And I have to like adopt your uh, state of mind of kind of like rolling with it and like doing better and getting moving past it. But Mm -hmm. I was, I was really hard on myself one and I apologized to them. And, and it was like trying to make sure that they understood the reasoning why and I wasn't showing like any kind of panic because I'm the realtor I need to make sure that I'm holding everything together but still I felt like I let them down fast forward maybe a couple weeks later they found another place that they really liked what I did was I wanted to make sure that the offer was as strong as it could have been. And with like an offer, just so that like people are a little bit more aware, it's not always about the money, it's about the terms and other contingencies that you may throw into it. So, like terms can be like, what's the timeline? Or, contingencies are things are you going to put in to try to protect the deal as much as possible, but showing that you're still. Interested. When I was doing it, I looked back at the offer that didn't go through on the last place and I said, okay, what can I change from this? So at this point, I'm trying to learn from whatever mistake I have made in order to try to give them the best chance possible. So I was like, what can I learn from this in order to make this other offer as strong as possible so that they have a better chance of getting this condo because they really like it? What I did was. I looked at that and then i also looked at an offer from another place that i had sold last year to see how their offer was presented as well what i was trying to do was just like take bits and pieces in order to try to better how i present myself when we go in order to try to like put an offer on a place mm-hmm. so i use that failure as a learning experience for myself uh because i had written offers like that first one before on other things and they were just fine but I noticed that there were like questions about it that may have turned the people off in a certain way so that they didn't really want to go with it but for some apparent reason they did so I was like okay so what can I learn from that so I took those questions and I took that offer and then I tweaked this one and then it was all set and extremely long story (laughs) what I learned about myself and that is not to beat myself up and failure is okay so that's what the two different pictures on that post that i was telling you about really meant so failure and success aren't on two different roads and that's the end of it if you're able to make it that way in your head but it might be that zigzag road that has fail 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 before you ever get to a success
1: thank you for your story
0: So did you come up with, did you think of like any story or like any feedback on what I was just talking about?
1: Of course, I already had a perspective from your story. You Mm -hmm. know, there's just always going to be maybe, you know, most likely if the timing didn't work out because your offer was, you know, declined is because like you said, someone else's offer is more incentivizing or easier to go with or something like that to the seller. Just like how if you have a recent offer that got accepted, the other people in that pool that were also trying to go for that same place, you know, they lost out to it. It just depends on the pool of people. It depends on the circumstances. Again, like you going back to how the offer is written compared to like the ones you did in the past. I think it's just a little bit of the work you put in plus a little bit of luck, Mm -hmm. which is like some things we can't control. True. My perspective is that you try your best every single time and whatever happens, come out of it.
0: Yeah. You know? And just like you said earlier about like having those expectations from others, mm-hmm. uh, and that drives like that negative feel of feeling like you failed or you didn't do good enough at something because you might be letting somebody down. Mm-hmm. So this is my psychology degree working. (laughs) Yeah. And you're going back to school. So I'm sure that you'll probably try to psychoanalyze me or something. Like there is that pressure because you're trying to make sure that like your client is getting what they want. You're trying to make sure that you're doing the best job that you possibly can for them. So as an agent working with clients or even if like just in your like regular work life, when you're working with others or with a team, there's always that sense of I don't want to let them down. But if you're able to show that you're learning and trying to get better in order to help the team, then I'm sure that they'll understand as long as they see that you keep trying. Because if you don't do something right and then you shut down, there's no possible way that you're ever going to like succeed. So another question for you. Do you feel that failure is important?
1: Yes, to the fact that to experience that feeling and knowing that you can't get everything you want all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like a very human feeling. It's very real and if you don't experience it it's probably because I don't even know how to describe it it's because your world's not perfect and it won't be perfect all the time not everyone can be champions not everyone can also like win a participant award which is probably like what these kids these days are experiencing
0: and they say us millennials like ruined everything yeah 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 it's like (laughs)
1: shut up But yeah, I think you have to. That's just like the human experience. You're bound to experience experience that, but it's more so your reaction to it and how you learn from it and does it keep you down or you move forward?
0: I was talking to someone at the office earlier. I asked them, I said, do you feel that... I asked them the same question because I told them that we were doing this episode and Mm -hmm. I said, which one is more important, success or failures? And they said, failures because if you succeed at something all the time you're not learning anything you're getting your desired result out of success but you're you get so much more out of failure i like to think about it as like either like a baby trying to walk if you know a baby that got up worked walked for the first time and didn't stumble or anything and then they started running then good for that baby but not everybody does that
1: yeah and then they won't be able to learn, like, oh, things can hurt. Things can be painful. And, like, you can't just cushion them their entire life. So that's, like, a big metaphor for life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You,
0: you have to stumble. You have to fall. You have to crawl. Then you get up and you walk and you stumble and you fall and you get up. You know what mm. I mean? And it's, like...
1: And I'm very accident-prone.
0: Yes, you <laughs> that's George. That's I'm, I'm glad that there's no liquids on the table right now. Tom would probably, like, flip it over. But I don't think he learns oh, from that. So... <laughs> Oh my gosh. So I think that it's good that we have failures. What I think that people need to stop doing or learn how to do is take that failure, learn from it, and then like accept it because it's not the end of the road. Mm
1: -hmm. Maybe maybe it's because I cope with it easily. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, just like kind of like the
1: recognition and I don't like harp on it. So maybe I like... Just have better coping skills than a lot of
0: other people. I don't know. No, you do. <laughs> because I will think about I don't take things
1: it. like super personal. No, I'll Maybe think about why. it for
0: days. I'll think about it for days. And I then mean, you have nightmares. If it's bad enough. Yeah, and you had. <laughs> so, why do you think that people fear failure and rejection? Maybe not you specifically, because mm-hmm. you just like, I cope <laughs> and I move. But why do you think people in general fear failure because it does keep them from doing anything it'll paralyze them and Mm. they would rather do absolutely nothing than try and fail why do you think that they probably don't like
1: the risk of things or feeling that feeling of failure Mm -hmm. Which is very real, right? Like if you don't think you'll make it in something or if you're doing a certain task and you don't complete it all the way through or like to the best of your ability, some people rather not do it at all. Yeah. It's fear, it's risk, and it's life.
0: You pick and choose. But we need to get out there and try anyway. Otherwise, you might as well just sit on your couch. I like Netflix, so this isn't a shot at Netflix, but sit on your couch, watch Netflix, and do absolutely nothing you have to get out there and take risks no matter what it is like I know that for me networking is something that I have to work on sometimes I feel that I'm like walk up to somebody and say something dumb or not have anything to say at all and I've noticed like it had been stopping me from even trying it's really about like how I've pushed myself in order to put myself in those situations I know that my arm isn't going to fall off because I said something goofy mm-hmm. and the person didn't like it. But it's the fact that even if you do go, try, fail 10, 20, 30, however many times, you never know when that one success may come up and that might be a huge win for you. And then you keep building off of that. So...
1: Just take a shot and
0: go in the world. <laughs> no. Hold on, wait. You mean shot as in chance or shot as in liquor? Both. <laughs>
1: Like, I'm saying specifically in networking, like, you know, loosen yourself up. That's why they always have wine and stuff. Oh, my gosh. But for me, like, you you know me, like, in, like, say daily interactions with our friends or meeting new people. I don't tend to hide the way I express myself, whether it's like, you know, you guys know me as like pretty messy. Like I still, I, I still live in that, like I can still yell across the room and like check in with someone. Oh my god, that reminds me of the story with Dan, I just talked to him the other day. <laughs> um, you remember the time where I like literally yelled across the table be like, hey, you guys are quiet, how are you? Yes. Remember? Yeah, so things like that. Like, I still am me all the time. And I think that's just, like, my ego. It doesn't get hurt or at least get hurt often. Um, And so maybe I just have, like, unrealistic standards that's high up there. That was like, oh, I'm, like, undefeatable or, like, I'm, like, you know, this crazy person.
0: But that's probably a part of it, too. I don't think that you think that you're undefeatable. I think that you'll do something. And I don't think that you're, like ego is like untouchable what i think you do is you may take a hit and then you like dust off and then you're fine for you certain things don't last long
1: i don't present myself as perfect which is why i love doing the derpy face in pictures (laughs) (laughs) but i think that's like also a testament of like who i am like i don't care to look perfect in like a selfie yeah like that's that's just me
0: you're willing to just be messy yeah, yeah. I love the mess, and that's <laughs> and from that, that's why people like you. And also, like you're showing a vulnerable side of yourself mm-hmm. that's not afraid to look goofy, not have hey, you... look dumb. Yeah, like showing imperfection to you. it's perfectly fine. You're human. Yeah. And if you're not human, what are you? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. So if you're able to be perfect get your way all the time then you're not gonna know how to deal with like not getting your way or something not working out like you need to do that and i felt like this was really important especially to the like of course the show is called let's get real estate Estate. (laughs) we never planned that so (laughs) of course this show is called let's get real estate so like I just want to like wrap this back to real estate because yeah. we talk about like real life stuff and how it applies to this. I thought it was important because there are a lot of people that feel like they cannot purchase their first home or even try to go for that goal. Yeah. Or the- it looks too daunting. Or- yeah. Yeah. And that's sometimes if you set like that end game for yourself to purchase a home, there's going to be one little piece of bad news and it's going to like shut you down and you feel like a failure. So you rather not try. To me, it's really important because like I feel I tell my team this all the time. There's no kind of problem that can't be fixed. There's always some kind of solution to something, but you have to be willing to put the work in. Mm -hmm. And if you're too afraid to start in the first place, then you're never going to get over whatever that hurdle is whether it's your credit or you need to save up or just learn the process in general being afraid of failure is going to hold so many people back it's go at something full force have you ever heard of the term uh failing forward no no failing forward is Something that I heard on like another podcast or I was reading a book or audio book. I don't know. Mm -hmm.
1: It's not copyrighted then?
0: (laughs) No, we we can talk about it on the show. So failing forward is all about trying new things. And when you fail, you don't stop. You fail with that lesson and then you apply it just like we've been talking about it. Mm -hmm. Like it's okay to fail. And if you do apply whatever you learn from that failure on to the next thing and if you hit a roadblock then you apply whatever you got from that failure and apply it to the next thing and then eventually you'll get to the road of success there are whole business models all about failing fast and failing forward try something if it doesn't work out move move on to the next learn whatever it is that didn't work out apply that lesson move on and keep it doing it in succession until you get something that sticks and you've learned all of this and you've got all this experience in any field that I've been in I wasn't perfect on my first shot ever and even if I did get something right on the first try the second third fourth fifth hundredth time there might be something that is blocking me and then I have to learn how to get around it failure isn't a bad thing I feel like people just make it failure has a bad rap that's what it is
1: you're so proud of that.
0: <laughs> I'm going to get shirts made that says failure has bad rap. Tom, did you have anything else to say about failure? Yeah, if Beyonce can fail, we can all fail
1: and move on. But look at where Beyonce is right now. Yeah, true. That's it. Think about that. <laughs> Works for me. Tom, you want to do the honors? You can find us anywhere. Well, basically... <laughs> If you're not already subscribed to the show, please continue to follow along. Press that subscribe button if you want to spread the word and share it to new people. That way we expand our network. We are available on majority places. So Apple, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify. Um, Leave us
0: a review. Ooh, we just got on iHeartRadio too. It took a while for them to approve it, but it went through the other day.
1: Thank you, (laughs) iHeartRadio. Um, follow us along our social medias include Instagram so Gerard is at Gerard underscore R-E-A I'm at the epitome of SAS. our official pod um, social medias is L-G-R-E podcast on Instagram email
0: us your questions at L-G-R-E Podcasts at gmail.com if you are interested in buying or selling property, you can even call or text me directly. My number is 857-293-1422. I'd love to talk to you and help you through the education process of buying or selling your place. So, Tom, yeah. are we all set? Oh, my phone just went off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Hey everyone, today's a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way of expanding your reach. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed with all the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, spotify google podcasts and more within minutes of finishing your recording podcasting isn't hard if you have the right partners and the team at buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed join over a hundred thousand podcasters already using buzzsprout to get their message out into the world following the link in the show notes lets buzzsprout know that we sent you gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign for a paid plan and helps support our show. We use Buzzsprout, and honestly, it's so easy. They walk you through how to get on Apple and Google, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, all of those. And then they also give you a website and different media players. So if you already have a website, you can go and put it right on your webpage, And it's really, really easy to use. So they walk you through how to upload a recording right onto Buzzsprout and it's just a wonderful host and it's not expensive at all and you can always adjust the plan based on how much time you need in a month that you'll be recording and posting. Honestly, I think I went a little bit overboard this month and got the highest package so next month I might bring it down a notch and if we go over that then I'll bump it up and you can do it at any time so that's amazing. Buzzsprout also has weekly videos that gives you different tips on how to grow your podcast different strategies on recording and just how to really have fun with it so please go sign up for buzzsprout and remember to use the link in our show notes it gets you a little something and lets buzzsprout know that we sent you so let's create something great together